Welcome to the Whistle Way Podcast. My name is Kyle Whistle, your host with Whistle Realty Group and EXP Realty in San Diego. And I am Brian Kochi, the Director of Marketing here at Whistle Realty Group in San Diego. The goal of the show is to give you the tools, techniques, and tactics to go out there and crush it in your business, whether that be real estate, mortgage, or really just any business out there. Our goal is to do that in the 30 minutes or less. We want this to be the kind of podcast you can listen to on your way to or from the office and be able to consume everything in one sitting. We don't want this to be something that's four hours that you got to listen to bits and pieces of and try to put it all together. If you enjoy the show today, we'd really appreciate if you're watching on YouTube, hit the thumbs up button, the subscribe button, and the little bell so you get notified when we release future episodes of the show. We also release a lot of other really cool content on our YouTube channel. Um, And if you're listening on one of the podcast platforms, if you could hook us up with a review on there, that would go a really long way. Uh, Want to not only be top 50 in Canada, but we'd love to be top 50 in the States. So we're, uh, that's a mission for us right now. So make sure to hook us up with a review, whatever platform you're listening on. The way that we like to run the show is rather than guessing at what it is that you want to hear about, we just listen to you and you get to ask us questions. The way to do it is to go to thewhistleway.com, thewhistleway.com. You can ask us questions, subscribe to the YouTube channel, the podcast. Uh, you can join our referral network for all the people leaving California. You can join our Facebook group and find out about our upcoming events, which Brian and I just finished shooting three full days worth of content for our Media Mayor Mastermind course, which is basically everything Brian and I've learned in six plus years of shooting video, all condensed into a nice little package, which will actually tie into my widget later yes. on in the show. Ooh, good, good oh, teaser. like how we did that, Like, huh? I like that. Yeah. So what's our topic today, Brian? So I was looking through the responses of what people said when they joined the Whistleway group, our Facebook group. We always ask the question, hey, what do you want to learn from this group? And I saw a lot of things, especially recently, talking about team building, growing your team. Um, And as we dove into it a little bit deeper to give you something that's a little bit more than surface level, um, we wanted to kind of look at there's different ways you can build your team, different ways you can grow your team. And I feel like a lot of these words get thrown around interchangeably. Um, Recruiting, agent attraction, what are some other buzzwords people are using to to get away from the word, the the, the bad word, recruiting. scaling up, scaling, scaling up. There yeah. you go. Um, growing my team, stuff like that. So, as we kind of looked at some of the words, we noticed there are two kind of distinct camps, and I wanted to talk about that. So, as you guys are scaling up and growing your team, whether it be locally or nationally or internationally or however it's going, to look at kind of to break down your your efforts into these two different categories and see what we can do to say, okay, I'm going to put energy here, and this is the expected result. I'm going to put energy here, and this is the expected result. Does yeah. that all make sense? Yeah. Well, let's talk about why this is such a hot topic. Um, I'm a huge fan of John Cheplak. He's one of my favorite coaches out there. And he talks about the fact that recruiting solves everything. If you are too busy and you have more clients than you can handle, recruiting is going to help solve that. If you've got too many leads that you can't follow up with all of them, recruiting is going to solve that. If you've got agents on your team that you're giving leads to and they're not following up with the leads, recruiting is going to solve that. If you've got agents who aren't closing, who aren't converting, recruiting is going to solve that. Like recruiting is going to solve a lot of your problems in your business. And there's nothing more impactful. Like we brought a new guy on Carter to our team. He's come, I think he's in like his fourth or fifth month now and he's on his eighth transaction. 
He's crushing like, it. You know what happens to the agents who've been around for a while when they see this new guy come in and do eight in his first four months? Like, they're like, what the hell is going on? Nobody wants to get passed by the new guy. And he's coming in not just new to our team, new to the industry. He's and he's getting coming the same in. Leads. Yeah, he's he's same actually leads. getting the he's on a lower less tier. Leads. Yeah, less get, leads. And he's doing way more business. You know what that does when you bring somebody like a Carter in or Deanne who's come on and is crushing it and you bring these agents on that are new to the team and they come in and just start crushing from day one is you get some of those agents who've gotten a little bit comfortable to really like, yeah, they're really like take a step back. Like, Oh shit, I've I've gotten lazy. I mean, I've looked at myself in the mirror today. I was like, I've gotten lazy. I'm gonna lose some weight next month. So, right. Sometimes we get lazy. We need a little kick in the pants. If you, if you remove all of your mirrors, that solves that problem. There you go. <laughs> Self-reflection. <laughs> yeah, so that's one of the reasons why recruiting is such a hot topic because it solves a lot of problems as you are building a team, as you're just in this general real estate business. And recruiting doesn't necessarily even mean you have to be recruiting agents. It could be admins. Some mm-hmm. of the most profitable teams in the country have one agent and then like 10 admins around them that are total badasses supporting them. That's You still got to recruit those people, right? We just recruited... A uh, new director of sales. So, I mean, there's always recruiting that's going to happen in business. I mean, you're recruiting clients every day, right? We could argue that you're you're in a client recruitment business. So, I think that's why this is a hot topic, right? And and right now, the level of production of teams, like just a couple of years ago, the thought of doing a billion dollars in production was like nobody's ever done that before. I think when Real Trends releases their numbers, you're going to see like dozens of teams that did over a billion dollars last year. Um, it's changed this, you know, the teams have gotten bigger and bigger and bigger to where, you know, doing a hundred million, like that's nothing anymore. Now you got a billion. Like I remember when a hundred million was like this mythical number that nobody could ever hit. Now it's a billion. Like it's crazy how much that's changed. A billion. A billion dollars. That's nuts. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the two different kinds of recruiting that are out there. Um, or agent attraction, or growth, or scaling, or whatever terms you want to use, it's really no different than traditional marketing. Yep. Because there's two things that are happening in traditional marketing. On one side of the coin, you've got branding, and then on the other side, you've got direct response. Can you have branding without direct response? Maybe. Can you have direct response without branding? Maybe. But when you, you actually can, they're just can. not going to be as effective. Yeah, but when you have branding and direct response marketing working in conjunction with each other, that's when all of the magic happens. Because the branding side is before somebody's going to do business with you, they've got to get to know, like, and trust you. So with the branding side, that's where you accomplish that, right? By getting people to know, like, and trust you. And we'll talk about some you know specific strategies there. But you got to get people to know, like, and trust you first. Then you can run the direct response marketing to them. And now when they see that direct response marketing, they connect it to the brand that they've come to know, like, and trust. And now they actually respond. So when you can have the two of those working in conjunction with each other, that's when the magic happens. Just like when you're doing farming, for example, right? If you haven't done anything to actually brand yourself, right? People have no idea who the hell you are. So when you run some of your direct response ads, it's just like, oh, who are these guys? I've never heard of them before. Who's, who's going to respond to that versus the person that they've come to know, like, and trust, whether you've established that via video, you're very active in the community, you know, whatever it is that you do, like, how are you going to get somebody to know, like, and trust you and then 
or not know like and trust you but respond to you like your response rate is going to be so damn low when you have branding working and it's on point your response rate lifts significantly and i would even say that the branding aspect is even more important in recruiting someone to join your team because they're going to work with you for years not for weeks or months right um and and i could even argue that moving brokerages is more difficult I don't know if it's more costly, but it's probably more could be seen as more difficult than moving houses. Ooh, I don't know. Probably not more costly because uh, I don't know. I just made a phone call on a house I like. It's very costly. Yeah, <laughs> one you got to do movers and pay commissions and stuff. But either way, there, there's there's expense that goes into moving both. Yeah, ways. they're the same. I don't know. Um, so Kyle, let's talk about. You want to talk about cats? This is gonna be better for you. Yep. Okay. Ice cream. I'm wearing my. Oh, those are ice cream socks. They're ice cream tacos. Anyways, let's talk about Chocolate some of taco. the uh, the inbound or or the the branding. Branding. Yes. Branding. What branding. are we doing right now with this podcast? We are branding, right? Mm-hmm. This podcast is a prime example of branding. So, Kyle, the only reason we're doing this is because we want to recruit people. Because we want to get people to know, like, and trust us. Excellent. So that when we run direct response marketing, we get a actual response. So by doing this podcast, by adding value to realtors' lives and to their businesses, they get to know, like, and trust us. And with podcast and video, it's fun because now we can show some personality. It's not just print marketing, right? We're actually able to show personality and talk about your Choco Taco cat or uh, socks you got on. They're actually we not can, Choco Tacos. We can, it's, build, it's yeah, fine. we can like get people to know and like us and trust us, right? So now when we run an ad for our Media Mayor Mastermind event, they correlate like, oh, those are the guys that are on the podcast. Now they're more likely to respond to that ad. Or we're looking to grow our team at Whistle Realty Group. Now they're like, oh, I've listened to the Whistleway podcast for years now. They're more likely to respond to that stuff. They see an ad on Indeed and they correlate, oh, those that's the guys from the podcast, right? So that's a prime example of it is right now what we are doing with this podcast that you're listening to today is we're branding. This mm-hmm. is a pure branding play right now. There's there's maybe a subtle direct response in there, but this is primarily MediaMayorMastermind.com. Yeah, that's that's direct response. <laughs> and this podcast as a whole is branding. But this is a prime example of it. Cool. Um, now let's talk. Do you want to talk any more on, on branding sides of it? Yeah, we can. Let's, um, let's go into a couple more. Yeah, I mean, let's talk about like Dan Beer and I. We, um, we run an event called the Be Different Mastermind. So, I mean, we started an entire Facebook group, and we've run massive events. We had Ryan Serhan speak at our last event. That was a branding play. What did that do? That got Dan and Mary Maloney and myself in front of, you know, thousands and thousands. I don't know how many thousands of people watched those videos, but that got us in front of them. It got people to know, like, and trust us because maybe they'd never met us before, but now we're the host of this killer event. Now people get to know, like, and trust us. So now if we do run any other type of direct response marketing, people are more likely to respond to it because we built the brand where they've come to know, like, and trust us. So now let's talk about the flip side, the direct response. This is the kind that people are usually turned off by. Um, This is the type I would argue that people do the worst at or do poorly. Um, Everyone knows the, the guy or girl from high school that called you up six years later and asked if you wanted to buy 
Cutco knives or if you want to talk to your parents, right? I just need 15 minutes of your time for this business opportunity. Right. There we yeah. go. Um, so let's talk about direct response, how, how you do it well to where it works for you, but also doesn't piss off the other person on the other side of the, the table. Yeah. Um, so some easy ways to do direct response. One would be maybe you and I, like we, here's a, a prime example is we did a room in clubhouse where we just added value for an entire hour and essentially gave a, a segment of our medium air mastermind course. And so we spent one hour just purely adding value. And then we directed people to, because if you guys are familiar with Clubhouse, it's all about driving people to your Instagram and engaging there. So then we drove people to the link in my bio on Instagram where they could get a whole list of everything we covered in that one hour session. Well, while they were there, there's now a Media Mayor Mastermind interest list. So now while we added value and gave them a little section of our course for free, we also got them to register that they were interested in the Media Mayor Mastermind course. Now we built that list, that interest list, that we will now run direct response marketing at them because they've raised their hand and essentially said, I have, I have some interest in your event. Now let's run a, an ad targeted directly at them. That's going to be via social. That's going to be via uh, email, right? It's going to be Text. via retargeting. I got their Text. phone numbers. Yeah. So I got your phone numbers. That's going to hit them with a campaign, right? That's going to en engage them into responding to register for the event. So that would be one way. Um, but you could also do it where you could run a video, let's say a restaurant video, if only somebody could teach you exactly how to do all this. Um, <laughs> You can run a restaurant video, and now anybody who watched, you know, you could set the parameters as little as a few seconds or who watched the entire thing. Now you can say anybody who watched 50% of my video about the omelet factory next door, run this targeted ad at them, which is a direct response ad. So that would be another way where the restaurant video is your branding play, and now you come at them from your page that has a direct response play to it. So that's consumer facing. Um, if we're talking about agent to agent facing, we do a lot of videos like this, a lot of uh, agent tip videos that are on our YouTube and in our Facebook group. Um, same thing we can do there. We can create a custom audience in Facebook Ads Manager. I teach you how to do this at the course. Um, create a custom audience for anyone who's watched your videos. And if, if someone watched 75% of a video where we're talking about our course or 75% about um, our company where, where we talk about what we do and how the, the, the systems that we offer, if they've watched at least 75% of it, maybe we run another ad to them that's a little bit more of that um, direct response. Yeah. I mean, other direct response things are going to be like ads on Indeed or WiseHire. Like that's a direct response play, right? Like that's saying I have a position available and it's asking people to respond. So that would be a direct response play. Um, excuse me. Um, you could also, a direct response play would be utilizing a system like Market View Broker or Broker Metrics, which are systems that will pull data from an MLS. And let's say you want to target people who sold between five and 10 houses last year that have been licensed for two plus years. You could download that list. And now you could just, you can either dial down the list. Dialing down is like a strategy. Um, you could dial down a list and hit everybody that's in that office or build a campaign targeted toward that particular demographic because if you find that maybe that's your sweet spot or maybe you like brand new licensees, you can partner with the local real estate school um, and some depending on your state and everything, some states you can run the school yourself um, 
or you can buy lists of new licensees. I think you can even buy this from the Department of Real Estate in California. And you could run targeted ads. Are you a new licensee looking to get a jump start in the business? Join our team here at Whistle Realty Group. We've got the system, support, and structure to help you make $100,000 your first year in the business. That's probably going to get a good response rate, especially if they're new in the industry and they're like, oh, I've, I've been you know, finding these guys' videos all over the place. And now what will happen sometimes too is that somebody might see your direct response play, not respond, but then they'll go Google and be like, Who's, who are these Whistle guys? And then they'll go into YouTube or they'll go into Facebook or, or just to Google and start typing in Whistle Realty Group. Then they start seeing the videos, which are the branding play. And now they see that like, oh, I like these guys. And then they come back and they respond. So let's give, um, in the last couple of minutes here, let's give something actionable. What, if someone's looking to um, grow their team, what would you say the two things to do are on the branding side and the two things to do on the direct response side? Yeah, um, on the branding side, I would strongly recommend that you, so events on the back end of COVID are going to be more frequent than you've ever seen events in your entire life. Um, there are going to be more in-person events than we had pre-COVID, I promise you this, because people are just clamoring for community right now. Um, so I would start reaching out to all of the local organizations that you have. So your local association of realtors, the Young Professionals Network, your Chamber of Commerce, start reaching out to all of these different people that are in your community and start, There's and then there's uh, the Asian Real Estate Association of America, um, National Association of Real Estate Brokers, the National Association of Hispanic Real Estate Professionals, like start reaching out to all of those groups um, and mm. offer to speak for free. Like to get in front of people is great. Like that's such good branding. If you can go speak at events locally, right? If you're trying to build your team locally, what better way to get exposure to local realtors than to go speak at local events? Your association, a lot of times, they're, they're begging for people to speak. So just start volunteering yourself to be the speaker. Um, it's a really good way. This costs you no money. It doesn't require any like technical skills or abilities. Like just go share what you know. And now people are like, oh, I don't want to share with my competitors. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Stop. If don't think with that scarcity mindset. Don't think, oh my gosh, they're gonna steal my business. They're not. Ninety-nine point nine percent of them are gonna do shit with the stuff you teach them. What they are gonna do is like, oh my gosh, this guy's amazing. I want to work with them. That's what's gonna happen. So. Get out of this scarcity mindset that you can't share with your competitors. I share everything. And so one thing to kind of take that from the branding to the direct response at that same event, you have the, you're speaking about a topic, have some sort of way to collect information from those agents and give them more value. So what I, what I keep hearing you say is give value, give value, give value, give value, give value. Um, what we see is from bad marketers as hey, do you have 20 minutes to talk about this awesome business opportunity? You don't even know what the fuck the, the business is, yeah. right? So giving them value. So one, I like to say when, when you do a speaking event, you give value and then you say, hey, go to greatass.kylewhistle.com or something like that and fill out the form and you can download the checklist. And so maybe, hey, if you want the slides that I'm, t that I'm talking about here, go to this.com and you can download all the slides and just ask them for their name, their number, and their email address. Yeah, so we've done that. Uh, most of the time now, if I'm doing a speaking event, I'll ask for the li attendee list, and you'd be surprised, like 99% of the time, well, let's say 90% of the time, the host will give me a list. Just wow. ask, you never know, just ask for the list. Like, 
while you could come up with something creative like that, if you just ask for the list, they'll give you the list, especially if you're offering to speak for free. Like all the one thing you asked for was the list of attendees. So don't be afraid to ask for it. Um, but if you're going to do something, the ones that are the easiest is just a text, like an autoresponder text. Because if you got to go to a website and fill out info, it takes a little bit more work. If you can just get them to uh, text you over, you know, and then you just have an autoresponder that kicks back whatever the, you know, you, the, the bait is. Yeah, you can use call action for that. That's what, yeah. call action or. Yes. Yep. That's, what it that's the one. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that would be a good example of cool. how you could do that. Cool. Um, so, yeah, doing events locally, I think is fantastic because you're going to get local recruits. And then if you're trying to do something to attract people, not only locally, but nationally, or maybe even internationally, because your brokerage is in international, um, put some stuff out there on social, put some stuff out there on YouTube, maybe like shoot a podcast like this and put it everywhere. So people can find out, you know, who you are and you can add value and you can give them one or two little things. that's going to help move the needle in their business that now gets you on their radar. There's a saying also from Chet Black is be the broker before you become the broker, right? If you can do a better job than their current broker is doing at educating them, they'll leave their broker. I mean, I, I had an interview not too long ago where uh, it was a couple people from a, another brokerage and they said, you know what? We learn more from watching your YouTube videos than we learn from our broker. I think I was sitting in on that call and it blew my <laughs> mind about... Um the stuff that we were putting up there and I go, no one cares about this. No one, you know, we, we'd put up pieces from our, our weekly meeting. I go, no one cares about this until I realized there are brokerages, there are teams that don't even have a weekly knowledge based meeting there or monthly or individual Ever. coaching. Or I'm just, it just blows my mind that the, the yeah. stuff that I, I still take for granted here being here six years of like, well, yeah, we just do that. Yeah. Some people go, that doesn't exist here. So yeah, put yourself out there, right? Start a podcast, make a, a, a YouTube channel, um, a make Facebook a Facebook group. group and share. Just go live on your own personal Facebook page like once a week and share. It'll be, it'll amaze you what'll happen if you start putting yourself out there and just start giving because the more you give, the more you build your brand. Now, when you want to run a direct response play, people know, like, and trust you and it lifts everything you do when you're looking for that response. I think we gave more than two of each. Okay, cool. Well, hopefully you guys got a lot of value out of that. Before we wrap, we want to share something with you that we refer to as the whistle widget of the week. This is something we utilize in our business that either saves us time, makes us more money, or just helps us have more fun. What do you got, Brad? So this one, Kyle asked if I had a cool one because apparently I do dumb ones often. I don't care. I like all my widgets. This one is really cool. Um, we have been doing a lot of shoots recently. Uh, property photographs, whatever. Here we go. Photographing properties. It's well, been this a, started off well. It's been a long week, and it's Monday again. Um, and so <laughs> uh, one of the things that the media team said is, hey, we need another drone. Uh, this, this one does not go into two places at once. And we talked about it as a, a leadership team, and they said no, and it made sense. We figured it out. So I told Chad, I didn't tell Chad, he just did it on his own, to crash the drone good enough to where we can't use it, but but bad or bad enough to where we can't use it, but good enough to where we can get it fixed. But we need some, something in the meantime. So, he just happened to have done that without me telling him, and we ended up getting a they new drone. They set us drone. up, guys. <laughs> they wanted a new drone, and we said no. So then they just crashed the freaking drone. Said, That's what they did. <laughs> That's what what Brian is trying to tell you is they intentionally crashed the drone so they could get a new one. 
Yeah, that's what I said. That's not really what happened. But anyways, so we ended up getting the DJI Mavic Mini 2. Um, this thing is about the size of a cup. About a sco- scotch glass, yeah? What do sure. they call that? I don't know. Um, it weighs 249 grams, which is important uh, due to regulations on licensing and all that sort of stuff. So it's pretty interesting. Uh, but this thing is tiny. It's really quiet. Uh, we haven't taken it out on a full shoot yet, but that'll be tomorrow. And what we were doing is we were looking up the research between this and the DJI Mavic Pro 2. We could get two of these for less than the price of one of those. And this does almost all the things as good as the, the bigger one. How does that hold up in the wind? Not as well, <laughs> but it, it said it can... Hold up against 38 miles per hour versus 44. So if it's that windy, it's going to be goofy anyway. Um, so it's pretty neat. It didn't have quite the frame rate uh, for the 4K capabilities that the Mavic Pro 2 did, and there are a few other things that we didn't really we don't really bother with. Um, so I'm really excited to see how this guy operates tomorrow. I know they're flying it around inside the office, so it does that. Yeah. Tom did that. It was pretty cool. <laughs> yes, it, it does fly indoors. Yeah. Learn that. We didn't crash it. Well, he didn't crash this one. It's too yeah. early to crash this one yet. <laughs> cool. We, All right. The one that I've got for you, I kind of teased this one a little bit earlier, but um, anytime you're building out things like a course that you want to sell um, or you want to build out training for your team, you want to have a system for that. There's a lot of different ways to do it, but the way that the large corporations do it is by utilizing a learning management system, also known as an LMS. And I've wasted way too much time and energy like researching all of these different things. And, and then finally I tried like the cheap route to get something that like I found a good deal on and it just sucked. And so then I was like, screw it, let's get the best. And so we got Teachable. Teachable is a badass learning management system um, we are building our entire Media Mayor Mastermind course on it. Um, so it is a course where we could sell it and build in a subscription model on top of it, which is cool. But we also have built out a whole uh, university for agents who are joining Whistle Realty Group. So now anytime a new agent joins the company, I basically have taken my 15 years of experience, put it into this learning management system. And now when an agent joins our company, they're able to get caught up in a very, very short period of time and it doesn't require me or somebody from the team teaching the same thing over and over and over again. We could just spend time doing it once, do a great job at it, and now that content gets reused over and over and over again. Like we brought, I think, four agents or five agents into the company in the last month, and now all five of them are getting to consume that content that I only had to shoot one time, as opposed to having to teach five people separately on it. So a learning management system is fantastic to have, teachable, it's super easy, it's drag, it's drop, it's pretty. It's got desktop. It's got a mobile app so people can actually take your courses on their um, phone as well. Huge, huge fan of Teachable. Um, so yeah, and then they're running a promo right now too. So if you're interested in getting on that promo, shoot me a DM and I'll get that over to you. Cool. All right, guys. Well, if you enjoyed the show today, if you got some value out of it, we'd really appreciate it. If you're watching on YouTube, give us a thumbs up, hit the subscribe button and the little bell so you get notified of upcoming episodes. And if you're listening on a podcast platform, if you could hook us up with a review, we would really, really appreciate it. And if you have questions you want to ask on a future episode of the show, go to thewhistleway.com. You can also find out about our upcoming Media Mayor Mastermind course and all kinds of other cool shit on there. With that said, I want to thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Whistle Way podcast. See you guys next week.